had a very happy Thanksgiving, enjoyed lots of good food and family. But thank you for being here tonight. As with all of our meetings, we start with a prayer and a pledge. And tonight I'm going to call on Commissioner Askew. If you'd like to join us in prayer, would you please stand? God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has by thy might led us into the light, Lord, we come to you with bowed heads, humbled hearts, knowing that you are God and God, you're God all alone, that you don't need us to do your will. For we ask, Lord, that tonight as we do the business of this city, that you would order our steps, order our thoughts, order our tongues so that we may be of service to you and that we may be of service to this community. We ask that you lead us and guide us. We ask that you bless each home in this community. We ask, Lord, that you would not only bless this community, but this county, this state, and this nation. We ask that your will be done throughout the world so that we can make the world a better place for each and every one of us so that we can see your handiwork as we go through this day and this evening, tonight and tomorrow. We thank you for all that you've done for us. And we ask, Lord, that you would bless each of us. These and all of the blessings we ask in thy son Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. 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 Thank you, Commissioner Askew. Now, Mr. Clark, if you would please call the roll. Mayor Stevenson. Here. Commissioner Cochran. Here. Bojo. Here. Beeman. Here. Dawes. Here. Quick. Here. Askew. Here. Collins. Here. McDaniel. Here. Okay. Thank you. <coughs> I trust that each of you had a chance to uh, look at our minutes from November 13th, and there were no additions or corrections. They were sent to Bush by common consent. Tonight we do have one proclamation. It's a National American Indian Heritage Month, and I'm going to call on Commissioner Askew. And if you're here to receive that, if you would please come up on the front. <clears throat> Need the mic? This proclamation reads as follows. City of Rome in Floyd County, Georgia proclamation. Whereas the history and culture of our great nation has been significantly influenced by American Indians and indigenous people. And whereas the contributions of American Indians have enhanced the freedom, prosperity, and greatness of America today. And whereas their customs and traditions are respected and celebrated as a part of 
a rich legacy throughout the United States. And whereas Native American Awareness Week was began in 1976 and recognition was expanded by Congress and approved by President George Bush in August 1990, designating the month of November as National American Indian Heritage Month. And whereas in honor of National American Indian Heritage Month, community celebrations as well as numerous cultural, artistic, educational, and historic activities have been planned. Now therefore be it resolved that the Rome City Commission and the Floyd County Board of Commissioners do hereby proclaim the month of November 2023 as National American Indian Heritage Month and call upon all city of Rome and Floyd County citizens to observe this month with appropriate programs, ceremonies, and activities. Signed, Mayor Sunday Stevenson. to welcome Olivia Cavewood. I'm Cameron Abney. I'm the regent of the Xavier chapter of Daughters of the American Revolution. Uh, Olivia Cavewood is here. She's also a member of our chapter, but she is the executive director at Chieftain's Museum, which is a local museum here in Rome. And Floyd County, if you've not visited, you should. Uh, Sam Moss, he is a board member at Chieftain's Museum. I'm also a board member at Chieftain's. And these are some of um, two of our other members of the Xavier chapter, Andrea Bourne and Sharon Stone. And I'm gonna let Olivia talk about a little bit about Chieftain's Museum for just a moment. I don't, I don't wanna be an Indian giver, but. Good evening, and thank you all for having us. We're so glad that we get to do this with you all. Um, my job as the executive director over at Chieftains is to help celebrate and honor and preserve the legacy of all those who have called Rome home at one point in time or another. Um, we focus on the Cherokee history of our area, uh, which is a lot of fun to see all of our school kids get to learn about all of the diversity that's been here over the years. Um, so we are very glad to have a proclamation made so that we can all remember that we're not the only people that have lived here in the past. Um, and it's good to know where we come from and who all has been here before us. Um, and I take my job very seriously in trying to honor and preserve their legacies as well. Thank you very much. Tonight we do have three registered guests. At first, I'm going to call on Commissioner Collins. We have certificates of appointment. Thank you, Madam Mayor. I think I do. Uh, Sam Moss first. You want to come up front, please? I will tell you that, uh, Mr. Director of Chieftain Museum, I was in conversation with this board member of yours, and just on the casual side, when you were sharing with me about Chieftain Museum and a little bit of the history of how quiet it was digging, so I promised him I'd be diligent in the pleasure. I don't 
Robin Hensley, if you would go to the podium, give us your name and address, and you have up to three minutes to address. Hi, um, my name's Robin Hensley. I'm going to try really hard to get through this without crying. Um, Could you give us your address before you start? I'm sorry? Give us your address, please. Okay. Uh, my home address? Yeah. Right. 233 Commons Avenue, Woodstock, Georgia, Thank 30188. I'm here because my daughter is currently serving time at a women's facility. She's 22 years old. Um, she's there because she had a car accident after leaving Peaches, <clears throat> where she was served underage. She was 19 years old. She had a giant black X on her hand, as well as a wristband, stating that she was under 21. But my daughter was able to walk right up to that bar and order a drink, no questions asked. It really could not have been any easier. Why are underage kids able to walk up to that bar and order whatever they want? It happened before the night of my daughter's accident, and it's happened after. It's happened over and over and over. I have seen pictures of kids standing in that bar with alcohol in their hands, with captions reading, you know what's up, insinuating, come here if you want to do whatever you want. I have seen high school kids in that bar. In fact, on the night of the accident, one of my daughter's friends that was in the car with her was only 17. They let him ride into that bar and didn't even check an ID. The night of the accident, my daughter took full responsibility for what she did that night. We are fully aware she chose to get behind the wheel of a car. We are fully aware she chose to drink. She has never wavered from accepting that responsibility, ever. Why has nobody at Peaches taken responsibility for their actions? Not the bartenders, not management, not the owner, nobody. Four kids accepted responsibility for their decisions that night, but not one single adult in that bar has done the same. In fact, they blamed everyone else but themselves. Themselves. She was 19. At 19, if an adult gives you an opening to drink, not all kids, but a good amount of 19-year-olds are going to do it. It is the adult's responsibility. It is, it is the adults that run the establishment's responsibility to follow the law. My daughter will never be the same because of that accident. She had to withdraw from the University of Georgia because she just couldn't be there anymore. She couldn't get out of bed. Sorry. For months and months, a year, she was overwhelmed by guilt and grief. Why does nobody in that bar care that this has happened to our kids? And it's going to happen again. 
I'm having to go through holidays without my daughter. I didn't even celebrate Thanksgiving. Her best friend's parents are having to spend the rest of their holidays without their son. But everyone at Peaches has carried on with their lives like nothing has happened. Why is this acceptable? Why? Um, I don't know if this is allowed, but I wanted to share a really short audio clip um, of my daughter just so you guys can hear like what she's feeling, what she's going through. It's very, very short. It's a few seconds. Um, Your time is actually up. Oh, okay. okay. That's okay. Thank you. Madam Mayor, I'd like to hear what that tape says. Okay. I'm up next. Okay, yeah, our our next uh are you Miss April Tanner? Mm -hmm. Okay. You your name and your address. Yeah. And then you have three minutes, okay? Give us your address, Miss Tanner. Um, my address is four four eight Rumbler Road, Berrigan, Georgia. Uh, my name is April Tanner. My son was also one of the ones in that the wreck that night. Ultimately my son has lost his life. Um he passed July. 10th of this year. Um, he was a quadriplegic. We still are waiting on autopsy, but um, result, but we know it was complications due to the, the paraplegia. Um, my niece, just this past October, she and her 14-year-old sister walked into Peaches and both were given a drinking band on their arm to go in and drink, not carded. Um, the only reason they didn't drink that night is because her dad was with them, and he asked the person at the door, he says, I'm sorry, what did you just do? My daughters are 18 and 14. You didn't even card them. Um, they had went in to see a friend that they knew um, that was playing that night. So I don't know what's going on, but something's got to be done that's done better. Our kids have got to be taken care of. Thank Madam you. Mayor, could we ask if she could play the audio so that she have time? Her time, yes, her, yes. Yes, yes you have time. That was my daughter no longer wanting to be on this earth um, because she just couldn't handle it anymore. Um, just overwhelmed with grief and guilt. Thank you. We have no resolutions tonight. Nothing on first reading, nothing on second reading, nothing continued on first reading. We do have a couple of uh, public hearings. And Mr. Director. Uh, thank you, Madam Mayor. Oh, how, if you, you want to be excused. Okay, okay. You can go ahead. Uh, 
Thank you, Madam Mayor. I have two items for you this evening. The first is file Z23-11-02, which requests rezoning from office institutional to community commercial for the property located at 104, 106, 108, and 110 Redmond Road, Rome, Georgia, 30165, Fleet County Tax Parcels I-13W021, I-13W020, I-13W019, and I-13W018. Uh, these are the properties outlined in teal. Um, as I said, the request was to rezone to community commercial. Uh, this did get a staff recommendation of denial. The Planning Commission also unanimously denied it. After Planning Commission, we got a letter from the applicant's attorney requesting that it be re re withdrawn. However, our ordinance does not allow something to be withdrawn after it goes to Planning Commission. You guys have to hear it and have to take a vote on it. Uh, so the staff recommendation was denial. Uh, so that this does not adversely impact somebody else who might want to get the property under contract, I would ask that you change that recommendation to denial without prejudice. That way any potential future applicant doesn't have to wait the one-year waiting period. And I'm scrolling down to the request to withdraw from the attorney. I did speak to the property owner, and she said that it's still going to be up for sale and that you know, you never know what the next person may want to do with the property if they get it under contract. We did have multiple letters of opposition, as you can see here. And this is from the applicant's attorney. So the staff recommendation is to deny without prejudice. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, this time I'm saying it. Madam Mayor, public. I will. We want, okay. Um, public hearing. Okay. At this time, I declare the public hearing open. Is there anyone here to speak in favor of? Anyone here to speak in opposition of? Okay. Uh, if you would go to the podium. Give us your name and your address. We have up to three minutes. I'm sorry, you have 10 minutes because this is a public hearing. You have 10 minutes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> My name is Penny Evans Plants and I live at 511 Charlton Street in Somerville Park. And I am president of the Somerville Park Neighborhood Association. I think we can agree for the most part that what's attractive about convenience stores is that they are indeed convenient. It is great to be able to quickly get some necessities without leaving your neighborhood. However, Somerville Park already has a convenience store located at Oakwood and Martha Berry, along with another one nearby on Redmond across from the Spires. So do we really need another convenience store in such close proximity? We are also concerned about the placement of the convenience store on such a busy road without the benefit of a traffic light or a center turn lane. So cars turning left in the store, into the store would block traffic while waiting to turn. And cars exiting the store to the left would be crossing paths with those attempting to turn into the lot. In the morning and the evening, if you haven't been recently on that section of Redmond Road, traffic on Redmond backs up considerably waiting to turn left on Highway 27. <clears throat> it would make it very difficult for their customers to enter and exit the business. As well, after the recent incident at the convenience store on Martha Berry at Oakwood, we have concerns about a potential increase in crime around and within our neighborhood that could be attracted by the convenience store. Another reason to be concerned about a prevalence of convenience stores within a neighborhood 
In a study recently published, researchers from Arizona State and Rutgers University found that children who live in an environment with a higher prevalence of unhealthy food service sources, such as convenience stores, are more likely to gain weight over time. An increased BMI was observed in children with greater exposure to convenience stores, while a lower BMI was observed in children with increased exposure to small grocery stores selling an array of healthy items. So while we would love to have a small grocery store, we would not be um, so amenable to having another convenience store. We can't draw a lot of conclusions from the data of the study, but we can see that having grocery stores with healthy, healthy options leads to better outcomes for children and families than convenience stores with lots of high-fat, high-sugar foods and beverages. So we would urge the commissioners to vote no. Thank you. Okay, is there anyone else here to speak in opposition of? Okay, seeing none, I'll declare the public hearing closed. Okay, now Mr. Commissioner, I'll entertain a motion. Madam Mayor, I make a motion that we deny this application without prejudice. Second. Okay, I have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Just a general question. Why, why is there a reason why we have to hear something if the applicant has withdrawn the application? Just the way the ordinance is written. Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, Mr. Clark, if you would please call the roll. Yeah. Commissioner Cochran. The, the vote is to deny. A yes vote is to deny, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. McDaniel? Yes. Okay, thank you. All right, our second item for you this evening is file Z23-11-04, which requests to rezone from community commercial to high-density traditional residential for the property located at 101 Burnett Street, Rome, Georgia, 30161, Floyd County Tax Parcel J13-I-182. Uh, this is the property outlined. Uh, we're just to the north of the Hoppin Shop and uh, Mitchell Auto Glass. Uh, there is an, <coughs> an older home on the property. Uh, this is the one property or the one home in that area that uh, is zoned community commercial. This was discovered when the, uh, the property owner to my left here uh, tried to get a building permit to address a tree that had fallen on the house. Uh, we noticed it. Uh, there are no plans to do anything different to the property other than to repair it. And this does come with a staff recommendation of approval as well as a unanimous planning commission recommendation of approval. This is looking into the property. You can see where the tree went through the front porch. Directly across the street. Over towards the back of the hopping shop. Some of the other homes along Burnett Street. Thank you. Okay. At this time, I'll declare the public hearing uh, open. Is there anyone here to speak in favor of? Okay, just, uh, oh, just, just a minute, okay. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone here to speak in opposition of? Okay, you have up to 10 minutes. Give us your oh. name and your address, okay? My name is um, Laura Chaney. I bought the property, but it says um, Lisa Seals. Might say Laura Seals. I bought the property, and um, only thing I want to do is just fix it up and live in. Okay, thank you. Okay, with well, this time I declare the public hearing closed. And okay, Mr. Commissioner, I'll entertain a motion. 
Madam Mayor, I make a motion that we approve this request from community commercial to high density traditional residential. Second. I have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Clerk, if you would, please call the roll. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Ask you? Yes. Collins? Yes. McDaniel? Yes. Okay. Motion carried. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Clark? Yes, ma'am. Uh, it is time for us to uh, address our results from the November 7th City Commission and SPLOST election and referendum. We typically do this uh, after each election. After the results have been certified by the Floyd County Board of Elections and Registration, we have those results and we like to uh, get those approved by the City Commission and on to our records. Um, the results are in front of us here, uh, including the SPLOS. The SPLOS uh, numbers are countywide. Uh, I do not have a breakout specifically for the city, but the important point is that the referendum passed countywide, including the city, by those numbers. Okay, thank you. At this time, I'll entertain a motion. Motion to approve. I have a second. A second. Okay, I have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. McDaniel? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Manager? Thank you, Madam Mayor. And um, before you all tonight, I have a matter that um, I would ask for some action on and for the, the public audience uh, viewing. We have... Um, Coming off the negotiation of our local option sales tax with our partners at Floyd County, one of the changes in, in the agreement was the uh, exchange of some real estate. And namely, in, in this case, we um, agreed as part of the loss negotiation to move our Rome Police Department out of the Joint Law Enforcement Center. And so you guys know we've worked on this for some time looking for a, a facility. And to that end, um, what I would ask is um, basically a two-for-one tonight is um, for the commission to authorize the purchase of 16 and 19 Vail Parkway. And this parcel um, was formerly home of Scott Logistics and the adjacent four-acre parcel uh, across the street at 19 Parkway. In addition to the purchase uh, at a price of $2 million, uh, we would also engage uh, with multi-craft uh, local contractor, multi-craft construction, uh, with an estimated amount of $690,000 so that we would immediately, uh, as soon as practical, start working to, to renovate and uh, basically transform this space into a new police headquarters for the Rome Police Department. And so, as we've previously discussed, it is my... Um, ultimate hope that we will eventually locate um, a permanent police station uh, in a more centralized downtown nature but in the immediate future this is an excellent excellent opportunity for us to acquire a 20,000 square foot facility that will will meet our needs it will have secured parking and we will be able to do this um, in a manner uh, pretty quickly we 
we had, in our lost negotiation, we'd agreed to attempt to get out of the facility that we're currently in by the end of this calendar, this calendar year. And so by allowing us to move forward, we're projecting that we can be out um, in March. And so that, again, that would check a lot of boxes for us to have a facility. Um, with the, the recent announcements um, out on the Technology Parkway with the Microsoft Data Center, this area is going to see a lot of change. And so um, I think it's a, a pretty good opportunity for the city uh, to make this investment, and I feel good about the, the long-term viability of it. So with that, Madam Mayor, I'm happy to endeavor to answer any questions. Are there any questions? Mr. Attorney, can we do that in one motion that we need to the purchase and then uh, to uh, secure uh, the, the renovation? One or two? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'll entertain a motion. I'll make a motion that we secure this property and the renovation cost as well. I have a motion. Do I have a second? Second. Okay. Motion and second. Any discussion? I'm going to have to abstain. Thank you. I'll have to abstain. Thank you. Discussion, if you would, Mr. Clark, please call the roll. Yes, ma'am. Commissioner Bojo. I will have to abstain. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Ask you? Yes. Collins? Yes. Okay, motion carries. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. So, yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Attorney? Thank you, sir. Under my time, I will tell you that we did go into private time downstairs uh, in caucus to discuss the real estate. Um, Commissioner Dawes made the motion to go in. It was uh, second by Commissioner Quick. And then we took no action downstairs. And then to come out of private time, Commissioner Dawes uh, made the motion to come out, and it was second by Commissioner Beeman. That is my report. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Cochran. No report, Madam Mayor. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Bojo. Yes, I've got two meeting announcements. First, the Transportation Policy Committee will meet Thursday, December 7, 1030, in the Carnegie Training Room, and Water and Sewer meeting will be held Thursday, December 7th, also 9 a.m. in the Sam King Room. We have one other issue on uh, water and sewer, and I'm going to defer to uh, City Manager Rich. Thank you, Commissioner Bojo. What we have before you all tonight is a request to approve the GFA Drinking Water State Revolving Fund documents, and if you will call your attention to the screen. Um, what we have is a $200,000 allocation, and it is, it's listed basically um, as a loan, but it's in fact a grant, it's, so it's a forgivable loan. And so um, we had discussed this back in sep September at Water and Sewer Committee, and so these are dollars that have been funneled down and made available from the state to help deal with lead and copper pipes within the community water system. And so in our particular case, we will utilize um, some consultant help that will help go and identify where we have, um, if any, of, of these pipe areas that need to be uh, replaced and worked on. And so. Uh, that's really the extent of it, and um, it's something I would recommend that we accept. But we will need a, a motion and um, action tonight. Okay, thank you. At this time, I'll entertain a motion. So moved. I'll, I'll make the motion. Okay, a second. A second. Okay, a motion and a second. Any discussion? Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. 
Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. McDaniel? Yes. Okay, thank you. Motion carries. Is that all, Commissioner Bojo? Is that all, sir? Finished, yes. Thank you. Commissioner Beeman? No report, Madam Mayor. Thank you, ma'am. Commissioner Dawes? Just I want to encourage the public to get out on our trail system. We have some remarkable trails here in Roman Floyd County. I know it's a little chilly outside, but you can get some fresh air and see some beautiful sights. Thank you, Mayor. Okay, thank you, sir. Commissioner Quick. Meeting announcement, Madam Mayor, the Rome Floyd County Planning Commission will meet on Thursday, December 7th, 2.30 in the Sam King Room. And I want to invite everyone to please be downtown tomorrow evening for the biggest Rome Christmas parade in history, now at 153 entries. That concludes my report. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Askew. Um, yes. <laughs> um, I have one meeting announcement. That's the Solid Waste Commission will meet uh, tomorrow morning at 8.30 in the Sam King Room. And um, as a side note, the um, South Rome Community Association held their inaugural um, collared festival, which was very well attended, very well um, put together. And the winner of the... Uh, the collard green cooking contest is in our midst, and I'd like to um, congratulate my wife, Adrienne, for being winning the inaugural collard green cooking contest. And that's all I have. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Collins. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Just a committee announcement. The finance committee meeting will be held this coming Wednesday, November 29th at 10.30 a.m. in the Sam King room. That's all I have, Madam Mayor. Okay, thank you, sir. Commissioner McDaniel. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, the Alcohol Control Commission met on Monday, November the 20th, and uh, made a recommendation uh, regarding peaches at 325 Broad Street. The recommendation was to suspend the pouring license uh, for three months, 120 days, with a $2,000 fine uh, we had a Rome City police officer to uh, make a presentation uh, before the Alcohol Control Commission along with a video. Uh, the proprietor of the business also spoke before the Alcohol Control Commission, and this is the recommendation uh, that comes before the Rome City Commission. Uh, and I make the motion to suspend the pouring license for peaches at 325 Broad Street for a period of 120 days and a $2,000 fine. And that comes as a motion from the Alcohol Control Commission. Okay, I have a motion. Do I have a second? I second it. Okay, I have a motion and a second. Attorney, Ms. Shaw. The attorney, Mayor. 90 days, I'm sorry. Days. Three months, 90 <laughs> days. I, I went to West Strong, I'm sorry. 90 days, three, yeah, three months. We've used three months and 90 days interchangeably. So 90 days. Well, it's a big point. That's, uh, <laughs> again, I went, well, I won't tell you where I went to school. Verification, that's for three months? 
three months. Three months and okay. a $2,000 fine. Okay, before we vote. Ms. Shaw, if you would come to the podium, give us your name and address. Stephanie Shaw, it's 333 McCrary Road, Calhoun, Georgia. Okay, I'm going to address this. Pull, pull the microphone down, if you will. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? I said most of it at the ACC. I feel like I have been targeted. I'm the only establishment that has been here in 2023. I'm the only incident that has been reported. The police do their job. There are incidents out there that can that are that have alcohol involved. Uh, other establishments are not reported. It is just a mad kind of kind of way to shut me down. It was two or four minutes on the cops' watch when he came in, and. Uh, he did not write me a citation, and I feel it is totally just undermining him by going and getting the incident report and putting it on top of the citation that he did not write because he did not see he did not see it relevant. And well, here I am again for the most severe punishment that you guys have written in the ordinance. So many of the commissioners. I would just say to you that uh, you was here less than probably six months ago and you stood in that same position. I had phone calls even myself from not, didn't have a clue I was going to be listening to a testimony of uh, someone that had someone young buying alcohol in the establishment. I had no idea well, either. I'm saying other citizens that have kids in this here city brought it to my attention. But what I'm a little bit disappointed in was the fact that I try to make the best judgment I possibly can sitting in this seat. And we trusted you to go back and do your very best. It should have been known to you that you was going to be in the spotlight of, of our ordinances and our laws. And even when you was answering the questions of the uh, law officer, you was a little bit vague as to knowing all the rules and regulations. And I'm voicing this because I think at some point in time, you got to take on a little of that responsibility on yourself with you being the owner and head of all actions that happen in your place. And it's our job as the gatekeepers of this community to make sure that all the bases are covered and all the ordinances laid out just like they should. That's just, again, my assumption. The um, disagreement, or not really a disagreement, but the confusion over the citation being written was whether patrons can be inside of my establishment after 2 a.m. And to my knowledge, they can. 
just cannot be served alcohol. And he stated that the beer bottles and everything was cleaned up in under six minutes. And everything was good. But to my understanding, as being a restaurant, patrons can stay in my establishment as long as they are not served alcohol 24 hours a day. I want you to hear exactly what the commissioners heard about <coughs> and about your various that you, in fact, yourself asked for. Mr. Clerk, could you explain to us exactly what was told to the commissioners? Yes, sir. What, what uh, casts a different light on peaches is going back to recent action of a variance that was granted to peaches regarding their food drink ratio. Ms. Shaw asked for uh, special treatment to, to make that ratio with items other than just food. In her case, uh, it's going to be a combination of food and event ticket sales. By doing so, she no longer meets the definition of a restaurant in our alcohol ordinance. Our alcohol ordinance uh, speaks of restaurants, and there's some defining characteristics, one of which is meeting a 50-50 food drink ratio uh, if you're a restaurant and, and serve distilled spirits. So even though Michelle still has food service, has a kitchen, that, that has not changed. No, uh, no question there that, that I'm aware of. But uh, with her receiving a variance from the food drink ratio, uh, she is no longer in a restaurant by definition. Uh, and as such, customers cannot stay in there after 2 a.m. I was not notified that that was. Madam Mayor, if I when we discussed that variance, um, this commission had a great deal of discussion. It was discussed. Uh, we have Billy Cooper back here who chairs the Alcohol Control Commission. But the Alcohol Control Commission, um, your business would have been the third business that we have allowed a variance other than food. Uh, we did it for uh, Old Havana, and we did it for uh, another establishment. Uh, combat market and so when we made uh, the motion to do it for your business there was a motion made by Commissioner Doss that all three of the businesses as I recall and I know it's in the minutes as I recall that for all three of those businesses that the alcohol end at 12 o'clock we and we had a lot of discussion and I I argued against Commissioner Doss because I felt like we ought to be consistent and keep it at 2 o'clock. And so, but it changed. My argument was based on the fact that you're not a restaurant. You're an events venue. And so the, there's a different standard for an events venue. And all of that discussion was centered around the fact that you were different. I made the case that we need to treat you the same way that we treat the forum, which is a city or a government-owned property behind you. So you, there's no basis in the argument that you think you're a restaurant. We made the decision and had a lot of discussion here about the fact that you were being treated differently. You're an events venue, and so you don't stay open uh, past uh, 2 o'clock. On the video, there were people in your business drinking. They had alcohol and they were drinking. If the officer hadn't shown up, I didn't see any effort at all to get people out of there until the officer showed up. So uh, we're being consistent. We have to treat 
every business that comes before the Alcohol Control Commission in a consistent manner. We, we made a variance for you, and uh, it, it's not our fault. It's your fault. I'm still 25% of restaurants, still have a restaurant license, still have restaurant equipment. Now, we made the argument that you're an events venue. That was the basis. I did not know that that the was my new definition. Send the minutes. I can show you the video. Okay. The reason I asked the clerk to speak up along the same lines that Commissioner McDaniel's talking on is clarity. And any time you go before this commission here and you are an alcohol uh, owner, license, et cetera, or whatever type business it is, you should always have clarity because really the buck stops with this commission, but it also, as you being the owner, you bear the responsibility to make sure that the ordinance is, 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 is carried out the way it's written. And I challenge the clerk, did you understand and know exactly what it was that you was asking when you asked for the variance, but he just cleared it up. We said two o'clock, and it's in the minutes. It is the. I know we're debating whether or not people can stay in and whether she's a restaurant or not. The the, the issue at hand, the main issue, is is a consumption occurring after two o'clock. And the film clearly shows that it was. Any other discussion? Okay. Thank you, Ms. Young. With that, um, Ms. Crawford, do you please? Vote. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Uh, can, can I just say, for discussion's sake, at our next retreat, I think we should talk about a small bar um, license and talk about closing times and requirements because we have set a precedent, I understand. But this is new to the city of Rome, and unless we address a new type of license, it'll continue to happen. And if I, Madam Mayor, if I could just respond to that. I, I agree, and the Alcohol Control Commission has made a recommendation, I think, that came before the city commission about small bar. Um, the Alcohol Control Commission is a citizens volunteer group that is appointed and they take their work very very seriously um, there is an attorney there present we get uh, the group i'm a non-voting member but i'm present but there's a lot of discussion back and forth they get advice from the attorney and when the law enforcement shows up with a video camera and uh, they're representing the city then it's incumbent, I think, on that advisory committee uh, to look at all of the work that Joe does with the codes that we have, and then it comes as a recommendation to the full city commission. This commission can decide to do more than the recommendation or less than the recommendation. Um, you know, this is the body that can make the final decision. And so it was a very well thought out um, recommendation from the Alcohol Control Commission. And, but I agree with you, Commissioner Doss. I, I think we need to go back and revisit the small bar discussion. 
and I think that's something that we may not agree upon it, but I think we need to look at it again. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Now, this, this vote is to, a vote to suspend the license for three months and a $2,000 fine. And that's all alcohol. That's all alcohol. All alcohol. Yes, all alcohol. Okay, now. Commissioner Bojo, I think. No, I, I just want to make one comment. We can go back and revisit small bars, but if you watch that video, that did not meet the definition of a small bar. That was wide open. That's all I have. Pastor Mayor, can I just make one other comment? Okay. I would just like to say that the young lady that stood up and spoke about her daughter, I think that took a whole lot to come down here. do everything we can to make our city live up to what we promised through these ordinances, et cetera. So we're really sorry about that. Absolutely. And that's from all of us. Mm -hmm. I said not only her daughter, but the loss of um, your son when you had to bury your son. So that's, that's tough too. So I want to say that to you as well. Okay, with that. Anything else? No. Okay. Mr. Clark, if you will. Wait, tell, tell me. We're voting, okay, we're- Three everybody. months suspension and $2,000 fine. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're clear. Okay. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. McDaniels? Yes. Motion carried. And that's all I have, Madam Mayor. Okay, thank you. Well, there's nothing else to come before um, this uh, commission tonight. We are going into our holiday season, so I want to say happy holidays to everyone. Mm -hmm.